0: Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk about Game of Thrones over breakfast. Skip bop doop. And smooth jazz. Today Scooby-D-Bop. we're tackling season six, episode two, baby.
1: Oh. <laughs> that, you know what? That remind now you've already you've given me uh We already know where we're going. Great insight into what I want you to do the week, yet. <laughs> That's good old Mr. Powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my all right um i'm gonna put my teeth out baby uh, <laughs> let's see if i can swing this a little i think i got a little extra molasses i don't need i'm going southern a bit Going southern,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah baby i got a oh the, the enthusiasm mixed with the lethargy of the of the pal is tough Sh- props to mike myers here all right all right um yeah.
1: <laughs> that was, that was so a good. little uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dr. Evil, just so evil, baby. Brand trains with
1: the three eyed raven. <laughs> it's like
0: I can't put my teeth out and do the British accent at the same time. Did I hear a little McConaughey in there? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, all right. Let me. Let's, let's try to go British first, then the teeth. And- <laughs> oh, my God! No, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Everyone, shut the hell up! I'm just gonna go straight through. We're gonna see what. Happens.
1: I, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, if you want, if you want to come back to that one, practice a little bit. I'll let you use. I'll let you do any other Mike Myers or any other uh, Mike Myers character.
0: Oh. Can you
1: run me down my list of options? Because uh, all I can think of is Shrek. Uh, we, got, <laughs> we got Shrek. We got Shrek. We got Dr. Evil. We got Fat Bastard. Evil. Uh, we got. <laughs> I could probably do Fat the, Bastard. We better got the better than Love Guru. By...
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fat Fat Bastard. Ugh, so, <laughs> I think I've lost that. All right. So, Fat Bastard. <laughs> I went on the Subway diet. <laughs> My neck looks like a vagina. <laughs> Maybe I can't do it. Jesus. Um. Oh, great. Bran trains with a three-eyed raven. <laughs> King's Landing, Jamie advises Tommen. Tyrion... <laughs> I'm just going straight Scottish. It's fine. Scottish. Tyrion demands good news, but has to make his own. A <laughs> castle block. The Night's Watch stands behind Thorn. Ramsey Bolton proposes a plan, and Balon Greyjoy entertains other proposals. <laughs> uh, that was the that whole thing was just five minutes of
1: pitiful sadness. So, whatever happened to Mike Myers?
0: Uh, he did the Love
1: Guru and then uh, kind of disappeared, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was. I think he was a. German officer in *Inglorious Bastards*, which was a weird thing. Mm. Was he in that? I don't remember him that one. Let me let me hit that IMDb, see what he's been yeah, up to. Yeah. yeah. You think I he's a he nice was... guy? I've kind of heard he's maybe potentially not, but.
2: Oh, I don't know. I he doesn't come off as pretentious as. No, he seems people. like
1: he'd be a nice dude. I but mean... just, did you? I don't like to give into those rumors. I, I'm I'm gonna until he until he wrongs me. I'm gonna go ahead and say he's a nice guy.
0: Did you guys know that um, Chris Farley was supposed to be Shrek?
1: I did not know that.
0: And that they had, like, that. most of the movie filmed. Oh. Or voiced by him, actually.
2: Oh, that's cool. I would I would like to get a director's cut of that and just have him do as much as it, they got.
1: Uh,
0: all right. Filmography for Mike Myers. As an actor, he was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I didn't know that. He okay. played Ray Foster. I didn't see the movie, so I I don't know who that I, is.
2: I, I really want to see that still, so...
0: Um, he has not been in much lately uh he's got another 2018 credit terminal he was on the gong show uh in 2017 and then we jump five years to anything else uh, which was some shrek shorts yeah uh shrek forever after 2010 and glorious bastards oh there you go and, yeah the love guru 2008 not been doing a ton
2: he must have made just so much money yeah, during that awesome powers period that he's just like fuck it
1: he's got they probably just got the cash doesn't have to worry about it i'm surprised I with wonder... all the reboots that we you know it's just been reboot city on all these like old 90s movies and stuff uh, wayne's I'm, world i'm yeah i'm surprised we didn't get uh, a wayne's world reboot um i'm sure dana carvey i mean what has he been what oh. has either of those guys been doing lately i mean he had that absolutely terrible netflix special yeah, and then uh, or even an Austin Powers reboot. I'm kind of surprised something didn't come out of that. Who
2: who would you have do the remake now? Like who? What British actor? Mm, or
1: you know, may so think he, a remake. I was yeah, thinking a full blown reboot no, no, with no, him no. coming but back. But
2: let's let's say the remake has him coming back, but he has a son. You know, then that would easily be the direction to go. Who would you have be his son?
1: I absolutely don't think that in this day and age, Austin Powers has any yeah. room, any room to exist. But
0: but Daniel Craig. Sure. I want sure. them to take actual James Bond and throw them into Austin Powers and for him to be serious like, uh, like you know, Michael Caine's mm-hmm. uh, Nigel or whatever his name is. Or
1: you, what about Liam Neeson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: the age difference might be a problem. Although I actually found out the other day, um, I actually found out the other day, uh, Lee, Ple- Lee Pace... Who played Th- uh, Th- Thranduil in the Hobbit movies, mm-hmm. which is Legolas's dad, is younger than Orlando Bloom. <laughs> um, and they funny. shared some. They shared some lovely screen time together. So uh, I guess age is not a factor in it, it this. Okay, day for anyway. and
1: especially for Orlando Bloom, dude doesn't age. He, uh,
2: he literally looks the same in the last ten
1: years. Although I'm kind of upset
2: because I'm sorry seeing Katy Perry on American Idol has made me despise her in ways I can't describe. (laughs) Um, So then knowing that now he is with her makes me think he must be a giant douchebag because I can't imagine why anyone would ever want that.
1: Hey, John Mayer was with her. And he's a god. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since, uh, I
0: mean, ever since, uh, what has Orlando Bloom been doing? I mean, he was he he had a terrible performance in that terrible Pirates movie. So oh man,
1: that movie was. He, awful. He's not
0: done anything to ingratiate. I don't me think he's done anything
1: decade. good I'm, lately. I'm assuming that movie was like, what w- what was the point of that movie? That was it trying to kind of re jumpstart the franchise with these new characters because Orlando Bloom was like barely in it. Johnny Depp was really kind of in it, but not really. It was really centered around. Those two kind of no name characters. I don't, I don't watch the series, so I have no idea. But I mean, they were both brand new. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's well
0: there was no redeeming quality of that movie whatsoever.
2: When was that movie? out? Dreadful. I, I do not think I saw it. Um, I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't check it out. No. I think it's a couple years old at this point.
2: Oh uh, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it's it's one of the worst when, movies. When Pirates the of thing. the
2: Caribbean first came out and it was released, or when the the trailers were out. I was really hoping for like a thriller scary pirate movie, like cool mm. and then it turned into this cartoon ish thing
0: well this was th- this was also Disney before um before we found out that they could kind of do dark I don't want to say dark, but like yeah, more adult more adult stuff, yeah but i will, I liked the first movie, and i I really liked the second movie, actually. Yeah, I, 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 don't they think, I don't think I don't think they were bad.
2: They just weren't what they weren't what I was hoping they were going to be.
1: Sure. Yeah. I think yeah. Jeremy, you're a big Johnny D fan, though, right?
2: Oh, I like Johnny Depp. Yeah, absolutely. That. I knew that. Absolutely. I think he does. I mean,
0: talk about uh, a douche, though. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> but deservedly so. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, a recent movie who I think has been really good. At, hmm
1: that johnny depp's been good in yeah Mm. i don't think he's now kind of too notable yeah i think
0: the recent stuff that you get from john and depp is the fantastic beast
2: yeah and i would say that uh i didn't think uh, we talked about this i think earlier the fantastic beats the first one great great movie harry potter was fantastic in the sense i like the world the second one what Hmm. debatable oh yeah that's fine uh you're an asshole uh, hashtag go join ups um so so my point was the second one again i don't know how they fucked that up so badly have you seen it yet tony
0: no i still haven't seen it oh my god I mean, it your, is. yeah your, your glowing recommendations aren't prompting me to, it to, to, to is, rent it
2: it is so atrociously slow and boring that i'm like mm. how did you take such a magical world and make it this piece of shit yeah
0: um,
2: what uh I don't know.
0: what a bummer it would have been such an easy fun thing to do just a one-off movie with that and the fact that they had to come in and commit to five movies or whatever the hell just yeah. seems so unnecessary
2: and now they've shown that they can fuck it up so then i have like no interest in now in seeing the rest of them
0: yeah what a bummer and especially getting like uh because jude law is in it right
2: yeah who they i have some very really, much like oh i love jude law he's brilliant great actor um oh did you see the gift was it called the gift was it with like Jude Law and Jack Black? It's kind of a romantic comedy, but a really actually entertaining movie. Because Jack Black, let's be honest, another person in a movie who I really enjoy.
0: Uh, no, I didn't see it. Although, I mean, talking about getting spurned, again, I haven't seen it. But if this Fantastic Beast movie is actually terrible, and if Jude Law is in that, and then this bullshit-ass Young Pope show did me so dirty on... Uh, on hbo maybe maybe i gotta add add him to my shit list
1: Uh, yeah what a strange even the trailers for that movie or show series was weird Mm.
0: i will be honest i didn't give it more than one episode um but that is so rare for me i normally give things a season even if i don't like them and that that episode was so garbage that i barely even finished it uh and, and never ever looked back i've actually heard from people that the show is okay but i
2: yeah if it starts off rough though it's so hard you know especially like especially if the first season is hard
0: so yeah if if it if i understand the fact that some people and i've done it for many things before that can be like well it takes a while to get going that's fine but i am well within my right to to call you shit if you start out shit and i don't want to have to stick around to find out that you get better
1: absolutely story
0: Uh, it's, it might not be the best way to live your life, but when it comes to TV shows, I think it's a fine motto.
1: Speaking of TV shows, guys oh. want to run, run a little bit into this Thrones business? I oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Just to get meta for a moment, we did this one episode where it, it's very baked good heavy and all of a sudden... <laughs> We've just been like, well, we just flipped the switch on the tangents, and uh, and Game of Thrones falls by the wayside. Maybe that was a product of season five being so bad, but yeah. season six is good. Stuff is happening here. Yeah. Episode two, Home. I, I read the plot, tried it a couple times. Didn't didn't necessarily work, but um, we're running long in the tooth, guys. Hit me with your favorite parts.
1: Yeah, I'll be I'll be quick, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the opposite, Tony. Oh, I'm going to hit you with my least favorite part. Yeah, because fuck you for asking Yeah, <laughs> freaking dick. I have, yeah, hey,
0: start on whatever end of the uh, spectrum you want to go for. So it's the butthole today.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, so Ramsey kills Roosevelt. <laughs> all right, which I'm fine with. I think that fits his character at this point. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm totally fine with that. And not to say that I, I think this next part is poorly written or shouldn't have been in the show. I think, again fits his character i don't think there's any th- i think if he wouldn't have done this it would have been weird but hard to hard to watch hard to mm. listen to i guess are
0: you referring to ramsey feeding his mother-in-law and or his mother stepmother and uh, newly born half-brother to uh to a pack of rabid dogs
1: that i am ah i see mm. i think it's just i i i would feel wrong if i didn't make that my least favorite moment but. <laughs> i could appreciate if you do respect the writing and the character development knowing that this is probably what he would do it's it's rough for sure
0: it did it does come out of no i mean him and Roos certainly have some tension but uh, you know it, it goes back and forth i think that this was a big step and granted it came after some big news with the baby being born and everything um Ruse seemingly reassuring that Ramsey's always his, going to be his firstborn. Uh, doesn't matter. Ramsey ain't taking that chance.
1: No. So. And it, it. do you think. Was this obviously to some extent premeditated, right? Knowing the kids coming. But I mean, did he. Because. We have the witness there. I mean, did he plan this with other people first to get other people on his uh, to back him, or do you think that the other guy just witnessing him kill this guy, knowing how crazy Ramsey is, is just automatically on his side?
0: I think that it's 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 who Car Stark uh, yeah. that's there, the the current Lord Car Stark, I guess. Yeah. I don't know his name, Torin maybe or something. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but he he does have that line kind of. Pretty shortly before it happens, it's time for new blood in the north. Seemingly referring to the Boltons, but could be a bit more foreshadowy. So uh, I think that he was probably in on it. Okay. Just because there weren't really any guards around or anything else to prevent him from taking out Ramsay, should he have chosen to do so. Yeah. yeah. When that happened. So I think that um, there was a little buddy-buddy stuff going on there.
1: Seems like it.
0: It's a, Yeah, it is a rough moment. Not my least favorite part, um, although it was very close to it timing-wise. Shortly after all that nonsense, we go coastal, back to Pike, and we meet Euron Greyjoy, who we have established before is not a character in the show that I particularly enjoy, but his introduction is, is so, good. like... No, it's not really? good. Oh, I it's liked it. It's so like it's so like ninth season of a show that should have only existed for three seasons, where it's like out of nowhere, literally out of the shadows. It's me, your exiled brother. I thought you would be dead. Well, I'm not. But here you go to die, and I'm gonna take over now. Like it's just, it's just like the the strangest left hook. Um, you know him throwing Balon off, him then leaving to then return to the, to the scene of the crime a little bit later on and try to take over. I, I like it well enough. It just seems super cheesy, and the fact that the character will go on to just be a cheesy, cringy mess. I'm gonna go ahead and and uh, and flag this moment right here. But Jeremy you liked it.
2: I can- no, well, I was saying I I I agree with pretty much everything he said. He is fucking annoying as shit later, <laughs> but uh it's kind of comedically bad boy in that sense in the sense of like you know he owns hey i did i killed him yep threw him off well what the fuck are you gonna do i want to be king and in the in the world of game of thrones it's kind of like yep seems like pretty par for course at this point right and and it's not like and we need that we need that conflict for yara uh right we need that in the sense of that because for me the worst part of this episode is again Theon uh I don't know if so, so obviously Theon escaped with Sansa now Brienne they're trying to come up with a plan what they're gonna do Theon is like all right guys I'm leaving I'm gonna go get my life together I'd be like no like Brienne stab him kill him he fucking took my my home he didn't protect me he broke that oath he's a piece of shit i don't know how you let him leave
0: Mm, i think sansa has forgiven
1: theon
2: i know i don't see that it doesn't make sense why what has he
1: done i think saved her yeah i think getting her out from away from ramsay was pretty much saving her life yeah but he essentially could have done that
2: multiple times and didn't do it
1: yeah, definitely. Well, and he, I think, and the fact that he tells her that he didn't kill her little brothers, like that was, I think that was the big thing she was hung up on. I mean, obviously he did a lot of other shit, but at least knowing he didn't do that helped. Yeah. Not that I think that he should have been fully forgiven, which I don't know. No. There's just so it many was. holes. Which, and in he it ran away
0: big. because he didn't think he would be. To yeah. be fair, yeah. right? You know, right? right. He, he knows that, right? Um, but, that's but going back. Interesting- Going yeah, back go to ahead.
2: the going back to Pike, um, I I think that is interesting because you see, because up and I mean we I like Yara, I've always liked her character, mm-hmm. uh, except for being a little touchy feely with her brother, which was weird, um, <laughs> you know. But again, very Game of Thrones. So um, it, it's interesting because I'm this has been a, a an area that I think will be cool to kind of play out and see who wins because. They have shown battle savagery. I mean, they talk about these, like, raiding parties, which is always kind of cool in the sense, and they're always kind of, like, picking apart these small little areas. So I'm interested to see where this goes.
0: I'm actually going to make a counterpoint to you real quick or or open it up for a a little brief discussion. Um, You're saying we need Euron for for Yara. I would make the point that all of the Greyjoys... Beyond Theon, are unnecessary except for to provide character development for Theon. Uh, we never see Balon Greyjoy do anything but give emotional conflict to Theon. Yara does exist in a more unique character perspective um before this and they go to make her a little bit after this as well not to get too far ahead but it all comes around to theon it always circles back to him one way or the other and euron i think does very much exist to 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 push on both of them but yara more so but i think that all of their stories are irrelevant without theon and i just don't think theon is a big or good enough character to warrant all of these arcs so uh, are are the great joys relevant in anything
2: I'll let you start because I have opinions.
1: <laughs> I'd say no, not a big Yara fan. Uh, I, I'm actually interested in watching this season because I don't necessarily remember Euron that much, and it's probably because I didn't care for him. Um, but I just I don't remember f- liking him or hating him, so it would be interesting watching hmm. back through now. Kind of knowing ahead of time uh, your opinions and seeing what I think about them, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but yeah, we're I agree. I'm gonna gonna to whisper in your ear as you watch. You're on the <laughs> I, uh, I I would tend to agree though. I think I think they're kind of irrelevant.
2: Okay, so with that said, lay into me. Dave. I'm gonna start off with one statement. It's super offensive, so it's totally uh, me. So uh-huh. we're gonna go with Game of Thrones. Uh huh. Is a feminist wet dream. Okay. We are now seeing every season strong female characters, right? Starting to be present and overtake their counterpart male. Sure. Right? And it continues to build. So to me, Yara is being shown as one, the illegitimate son, right? She's not a son. Obviously, she's, she's a daughter. But she very much wants and takes that kind of role in her family right she shows that she is more capable than Theon able to do more than Theon and subsequently has the right to rule more than Theon and I think seeing Theon seeing the arc for him in the sense of what he's been through his loss his kind of like hitting rock bottom and seeing how you would assume that he would have that drive then to be the leader again. And what we, what I like about his character is that you see that he starts supporting his sister. I think that is what allows me, spoilers and future, to actually like Theon again
0: i agree i i think we're making the same point i'm seeing it from a different perspective where all of that stuff which is very true she very much does kind of take up this mantle rally the people bring her brother back from the brink right. but it's all seemingly to just kind of teach him an element of humility and then it circles back to her being in uh, you know she she gets tossed around from place to place she gets thrown in from a powerful arc to a enslaved and imprisoned arc, right. all to just kind of provide motivations for Theon. I think her story has nothing to do with her.
2: Yeah, and so i I think where we are right end of season seven um, mm-hmm. coming up, I think she's going to have a, a, an important role, um, and I'm interested to see what they do with that because I think she has with Danny surrounding herself with other women who are shown to be more cunning and more i would say battle hardened i think yara is going to be a great general for her yara has taken 20 whatever or so ship men like the her warriors gone and retaken places i think she's going to be the counterbalance to aaron um and uh sorry euron um and really i think that's going to be a battle in season eight and i think that's going to be good I think that's going to be something to root for. So maybe not in the sense that they play an overarching, like critical role in Game of Thrones, but I definitely find they provide a balance to, um, I would say we're seeing a female warrior, right? We don't get, we haven't really got a female warrior yet. Like Danny to me is not a female warrior. What
1: about Brienne and Arya?
2: yeah but i mean again they sorry i should have said like in the sense of like a leader warrior right like they're soldiers she's like she's more of that battle kind of like general she's like yeah a commander
0: right i I almost think that that's more of a slap in the face though that they're using her in this position of power to tell this eunuch's story
2: I i mean i can see that point I don't know. Yeah. I just feel, I think, I found I it think where
0: we're at in season six right now, you make yeah. a good point. I think what they do with Yara down the line takes a, a bit of it away, yeah, depending on what her turn is for season True. eight.
2: And, but again, yeah. I always with Game of Thrones, I feel like they, they do this, they peak, and then they crash again yeah. just to get redemption. And so mm-hmm. I think we are at the crash again, and I really feel like we have an opportunity to see something cool happen.
1: Are I we think, talking about season yeah. seven now, or see, are we t- still in season six, episode two, or where are we at here? <laughs> yeah, it's barely. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I think I, the, I said that. So.
0: I think the the arc for me that makes Yara a good character and makes this worth it is Theon dies in season eight for her.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. I feel like that has to happen.
1: See, I don't think so. My prediction here: uh, all this is going on, White Walkers, whatever. Theon grows gets the handled. Penis. Yep. Feel like Theon it's uh, yeah. gets gets handled. Episode one, right? No, no 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 go all that yeah all that stuff gets <laughs> just taken care of not even really that big of a deal pretty easy uh yeah. we're back to the game of of, of thrones mm-hmm. uh and then while all that's happening theon just uh takes the the iron th- takes the iron throne game <laughs> <Get> season <laughs> s- series over
2: <laughs> <laughs> and wears a cod piece the entire time nice
1: damn right ding 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 oh. yeah so
2: okay that was mine, oh. yeah. That was my uh, that was my worst part where I talked about that with Sansa. And, What's yeah. your favorite part? Um, My favorite part? Of season was... six,
1: episode two, just yeah. to bring it back. Oh. Just uh, in
2: case. I mean, are we, if we're going to get to the end, right? I mean, like, that is the best part. It is the best part.
1: I kind of I mean... liked when Tyrion, or Tyrion. <laughs> Tyrion. Yeah, Tyrion. 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 Uh, I liked when Tyrion visited the dragons, though so that was kind of cool. What did,
0: what did I just Don't the only nothing. thing I didn't get about that? I love the scene, I loved him um, with the confidence. Again, <laughs> the only problem I have with it is there's a very mirrored scene in the books that ends very differently for a different character. In which someone goes down, <laughs> thinks that they're just going to kind of have a casual conversation with these dragons, and very much gets eaten. <laughs> um, but I, I like what Tyrion did, I like the monologuing that happened there, I like him unchaining the dragons. But then they
1: just, they just stayed. They just hung out. Well, I don't think they can get out. Did you see the size of that door and the size of those dragons? (laughs) Perhaps, but we do see them
0: get out later and it's pretty easy.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I just, I do still like the fact that these dragons are just cats, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever may, whoever is like doing the CG for these dragons has cats. I mean, it's just, it's just a fact.
0: Have you ever seen the footage of Benedict Cumberbatch doing the, uh, the, um, what's the word, uh, the motion capture for Smaug? No, <laughs> it's really hilarious. They had so he he's the voice of 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 Smaug in the Hobbit movies, but he did the mocap for it as well, and it's like him crawling around on the ground. It's really good, like.
1: I'll have He's, to check he, it
0: out. There's interviews of him talking about like studying Komodo dragons
1: and shit, but it's like, it's really funny. That um, is really funny. <laughs> I've always thought that was like the, what a weird, what a just very difficult word to say. Like, if, if your art, like, Aren't you nerdy enough if you're into this? Like, If you're into Lord of the Rings, you're into The (laughs) Hobbit, do you really have to call the dragon something no normal human is going to be able to say so that you have to subsequently correct them (laughs) and say, smile. (laughs) Yeah, I guess uh, haven't us nerds had it hard enough? (laughs) Well, I
0: mean... Tolkien, you know, he was a he was a very learned man. He wanted all of his fans to be speaking full fluent Sindarin, so you know, ah, Smaug, no big deal,
2: no big deal. So anyway, yeah, John, guess what?
0: <gasps> my actual, I, I did mark it as my favorite moment because he he is alive. Uh, I liked how they did it. I liked the Melisandre thing where, you know, she's going through this whole ritual thing, which I mean, it, I don't know what the <laughs> rituals involved, but some of it seemed a little weird. But uh, it's it just got that like moment of desperation where she's casting this spell, saying this prayer over and over and over and over it again with nothing, and just ends with a please. And then, and then they kind of walk away. I like that the dire wolf waking up, John, and more so in the next episode, I think, but plays what I imagine coming back to life would be very well. Um, just kind of freaking out, trying to catch his breath in previously deflated lungs. Uh, really good. Really good there. Um, from the side of the wall, though, I actually really liked the wildlings kind of saving the day.
2: Yeah, that was my point. I was just taking a big, deep, deep, deep breath because when <laughs> when that giant seizes that guy and smashes <laughs> him against the wall and <laughs> just throws him at the ground, I'm like, best part, right there.
0: <laughs> it's a very, very cool... Uh,
2: you got to yeah, be a complete my... dumbass to shoot a, a dart at a giant and think that's I... going to end well for you.
1: Yeah, that was that was awesome. <laughs> I think that was my favorite part. I, and it's hard to say if it's just because it's my second watching, and and the John coming back is a little deflated now for me. But mm. but how? What a great scene! And I just like when uh, I even like the the little bit of dialogue we get at at the end when. Uh, uh, thorn is like you know we've defended the wall against wildlings for thousands of years or something or and then uh uh god damn i'm doing bad with names right now uh giants bane or whatever or uh, it's like uh Tormund. until you torment yeah it's like until you it's good 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 yeah.
0: stuff it is very solid we also i mean we opened the episode with some time travel yeah, I forgot we saw Ned as a
1: kid. Yeah. Ned. We get to oh, see yeah.
0: Ned and Benjamin and Liana. Not, uh, is it Brandon? Ned's older brother? Uh, I think so.
2: Are, is he there? I don't, I'm remember. Gonna, don't remember. He's not
0: there. He's not in the episode. Um, I, I know all that stuff with the Mad King hasn't happened to my knowledge yet at this point. Um, so I'm interested. I don't know Brandon's full story. Maybe he's off being warded at... Uh, Riverdale is not the, the place <laughs> wherever the Tully's are at River Riverrun um, but I did like this moment we get to see Ned we get to see Hodor, Hodor. or you know Walder actually talking they got a mm-hmm. kid who looks real good like Hodor super like Hodor yeah, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite part of it is actually Ned when he's sparring with uh, a young Benjen Stark um, giving a quote that John gives to Ollie, which is keep a shield up or I'll ring your head like a bell.
1: Yeah. That that was good.
0: Oh, and uh, yeah. And any other big moments no, we I don't uh, think we... so. Overall good app. the up. suck me off guy dies. Yeah. yeah. King's
2: Landing, Jamie threatens the um the one dude. Oh yeah, the high school. And, and then realizes that he's not gonna do shit about it.
0: Arya gets welcome back to the House of Black and White. Cool. Only only a beggar for a couple days. Her arc really takes a... As I said, I kind of like this thing. I thought it picked up a little bit in this episode. I was really thinking of next episode. Uh, But still, still, I liked it. That is all. It was not... It was not a season recap. You might be <laughs> you might be thinking that with the length of this episode. Season but, uh, seven.
2: I recap. think we were,
0: yeah, basically season seven recap. I think we were just all of season five hurting for stuff to talk about. And now that we've got it, yeah, we're, we're like... just latching onto everything we've got and any opportunity to talk about, I mean, what did we hit today? Sparkling water and... Uh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, was it packages today? Again? No, no.
2: But if we need to bring that up again, we're at no, fucking UPS, fuck FedEx. You know, okay you know what? That point. guy leave his fucking shit alone. Hans
1: likes his packages.
0: Hans Dude. also likes his mixed berry scones.
1: Well, actually, I don't know that he has them. Yeah, I don't know how he feels. I, about have, them. I have a mixed berry scone, and my feelings are mixed, Tony. Much like the berries, Hans. <laughs> what,
0: the what are those mixed feelings? If you could describe them in several words for me, too many berries. You bought a mixed berry scone and there's too many berries. What the fuck is wrong with you?
1: Mm-hmm. Not not that there's too many different berries. They just there's barely any scone at this point. This thing's like a this thing's like a thick pop tart of just like it's a <laughs> bunch of fruit in there and no no scone uh, no uh, breading or anything. That's it's blasphemy. Uh, pop tarts are delicious. This is the thing. This is this is the
0: kid syndrome where it's like oh the filling is the best part. All the fill in. This is these ultra quadruple whatever stuffed Oreos thing. Right. No, which I is agree. too it's much horrible. of a good thing. It's a bad thing. thing. Not that I've had those Oreos and I actually kind of think they look good, but you gotta respect the shell. It's there for a reason, and it's it's not trying to overplay its part, but it has a part to play. Much like we will tomorrow when maybe we can stick to a more reasonable time slot. And maybe not. You're along for the ride, because at this point, uh, we We probably, own you, bitches. <laughs> we <laughs> own you. We've probably peer pressured you into listening to our show if you're one of our friends. And if you leave, well... don't. Oh no, Instagram will drop to six people.
1: <laughs> yeah, if anyone's listening still to this point, uh, <laughs> that most likely means we have some sort of hold on you, we have bribed you yeah. with something, and you really can't back out now, so... That's right.
0: And to everyone whose uh, families we have, we'll be sending out your weekly emails with the, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> with the, with the well-being checks and everything here. So uh, keep on the lookout for those. Don't forget to check your spam folders. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, season six, episode three, thronesandscones.com. In the meantime, and are you down with G-O-T? Yeah, you know yeah, me. You know me, Barber. Not any better.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we were in um, San Antonio, and this nice resort, uh, we rented one of those cabanas, which, you know, have, like, a the refrigerator with all the alcohol in it. And mm. so they had it stocked full of Pellegrino, which I always, like, Like at a restaurant, I was like, that's retarded. I'll just have water. Um, but since <laughs> it was... Stop
0: saying retarded.
2: <laughs> okay, sorry. That... Which is not cool (laughs) slash Jeremy no likey hashtag I'm sorry world.
0: Uh, You're growing. You're growing. growing.
2: I'm growing. I will be better. But fuck you if you're judging me, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, You probably work for UPS. (laughs) You probably definitely work for UPS or FedEx or that son of a bitch who keeps selling packages from Hans. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) who yeah who else do i hate in this world right now uh, i feel like that's pretty good for me
0: <laughs> yeah yeah go take your mind back to vacation so you're in the cabana yeah in the
2: cabana cabana boy not here yet <laughs> oh come disappointing on. i know so um so the is stocked with some local beers uh champagne and then the sparkling water we just talked about this Lacroix, Bubbly, some other off-brand names at your local grocery store. They're doing some mm-hmm. fun, fruit fl- free flavors. I don't get just drinking sparkling water. I don't understand why you would do that. That's expensive. That's a fucking waste of money to me. I I don't like. So you want to feel gassy when you drink water? That's just weird.
0: It's such a, it's such an interesting and odd thing because as we were talking about the, all these flavored sparkling waters, the flavor is not that intense and some of them are very very subtle even but it does seem to make a big difference i haven't even gotten on i know it's popular among the dieters and now people have just kind of taken it to being their normal drinks i think when i was bartending i served more than than any other simple like highball like vodka sodas and gin and sodas are so common now and i don't understand the appeal coming as a person who like my favorite go-to cocktail is a gin and tonic i don't get that that club soda thing. Yeah, I totally
2: agree. And yeah, I, I think you're also seeing at a coffee, uh, one of the local coffee places. So sometimes if you have an espresso, they'll give you uh, some like really bright cold water mm. to kind of counter balance your palate. Um, yeah. And this local place, they always give me sparkling water, and I'm always like, it's cool, it's different, and I'm sure it's trying to just kind of follow that trend. But I I don't like it. I'd much rather it would have just had cold tap water.
0: I don't know. I we've we've got one here at the place that does like a, uh, a sparkling water espresso, cocktail thing. Yeah, I, I guess you call yeah. it a cocktail. Yeah, uh, and it's just not my thing. Carbonated coffee just doesn't sound fun or feel fun to me.
2: So then you're not excited about the Starbucks carbonated espresso drink or whatever they're doing now at Starbucks. Like the uh, Starbucks brew, which is cold brew coffee.
0: So it's nitro, though, isn't it? Nitro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I, I'm a little bit more tolerating towards that. Um, and in the cold spectrum of things, maybe I'd be okay with it. Oh, I guess that, no, that, old, that sparkling water drink is obviously cold. Mm-hmm. Ugh, maybe I don't have consistent morals on the subject.
2: <laughs> I haven't had the nitro drink. I'm going to, obviously. I feel like I have to try it to see if it's a bandwagon I'm going to hop on. But uh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I
2: don't know. Hans, have as you we had?
1: established, that Starbucks cold foam stuff was good. It was. Yeah, it was uh, totally legitimate. So I'll give it a shot. I haven't. I don't even. I don't know if I've had just plain carbonated water before, or sparkling water. I've only done, uh, but I'll get behind like the the fruit flavored ones, uh, like the bubblies and the and stuff. I can mm-hmm. I can do some of those flavors, not all, not all, not all. I can do some of them for sure.
0: Hit me your your guys's top three sparkling water flavors that you have had and brands if you recall them
1: oh yeah i can i can knock this out right now although cool. i'm i think i have even without trying it i think i can tell you right now that that new peach bubbly is going to be on my top three <laughs> it was pretty good but since i haven't had it i feel irres- I i just feel irresponsible throwing <laughs> it on that list right off the bat so i'm going to say number one mango bubbly yeah should i mean Should I mix it up with flavors? Because I feel like my number two would probably be Mango LaCroix. (laughs) (laughs) No, do it. (laughs) All right, I'm going to say Mango Bubbly, then Mango LaCroix. I'm making the distinction there. And then I would say the Lime Bubbly with a runner-up that's going to disgust y'all. Coconut LaCroix. The The Coconut (laughs) LaCroix. Whoa! It's not
0: bad. Talk about. I mean, carbonation doesn't belong in coffee. It definitely doesn't belong in tanning lotion, and then that
1: concoction doesn't belong in my mouth. (laughs) I just always, whenever I drink it, though, I can't help but think about that. uh, The Office episode where it's like the uh, the what is it like the semen flavored soda or something like? Do you remember?
0: No. What?
1: There's like the what is it? It's funny. That it's in the later episodes. It's basically like a a, a soda for <laughs> or like penis flavored soda or whatever. It's like basically like a homosexual soda, and oh. then the uh, the guy just takes a drink and he goes ah, because now it says now with coconut and he takes and he goes ah, I wish they wouldn't have added coconut. I much prefer original. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've, I've never. Uh... I'm, I'm sure i've seen it because i've seen the office the whole way through i will be honest we've we've given the office some love before the office is one that i have watched three or four times through but only once to completion those last two seasons i don't think are bad but i do lose interest
1: yeah uh, and they're I, I just don't think they're i do think that they're pretty weak um so the <laughs> the, the flavor is technically uh so it's a from the show, it's a it's a energy drink for Asian homosexuals specifically, and the f- it's, the flavor is coconut penis. <laughs> and then one of the, one of the quotes is, "Huh, the coconut is pretty subtle." <laughs> what a oh! I mean,
0: having taken some marketing courses, that is really limiting your market share value. <laughs>
1: It's, like, it's really cornering. It's, specific, it's really cornering but, yourself. Huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, yes. top three sparkling so, waters. Um
2: to change up, so I I have my first is lime Um I think the LaCroix and Bubbly, I really don't get a difference in flavor. So I would just say lime is my number one. Uh my second is I had uh LaCroix tangerine. Uh I thought that was mm. delicious. Well, and I'm, I'm bored with that one. And then my third would be, there is a fresh time one, and they do a grape. And it is
0: grape. You're sick. I've never considered that a flavor that could even possibly work without like a 100 grams of sugar in it. Oh,
2: it's good.
1: Interesting. It's good. I absolutely, there's only one thing in this, on this world that I dislike more than chocolate. (laughs) And that's anything grape flavored. Grapes or just grape flavored things? Grape flavored things because grape flavoring tastes absolutely yes. nothing like <laughs> grape. <laughs> Not at all. Which I do like grapes. And it's just, yeah.
2: Wait, wait. So you're saying that that, Tylenol, Tylenol, that child Tylenol you have that's grape flavored oh. doesn't taste delicious?
1: Mm. No, grape is, I, I don't understand. And I, it's so disgusting to me. I don't understand how people can like it. What about,
2: what about, what about, uh, what's the Diamond tap, the grape flavor? Which is like delicious.
1: Can I just screw
0: every medicine that's trying to taste like something else? Because it just tastes gross and also stop trying to taste like something else. Just taste like medicine so that people don't take you in excessive doses.
2: So wait, you're just saying you don't take Dimitap because it's delicious? Because it's delicious.
0: (laughs) I I don't know. And I will never give my money to to Pepto-Bismol either because you're gross and you're trying to taste like this weird bubblegummy nonsense.
2: Oh, wait, whoa, whoa. Bubble gum. Now we're talking straight yeah, up amoxicillin, ass. which if you've had amoxicillin <laughs> liquid that tastes like bubble gum, that shit is delicious.
0: Take chloroform. It cures what ails you.
1: <laughs> also See,
0: the cure for what ails you, by the way, uh, the correct top three sparkling sodas. Mango bubbly, number one. Of course. Well, shows Hans. Yeah. Cranberry bubbly, number two. I haven't had it yet in my experience. It's opinion. good. Newest one, I'm a big fan, and then number three, I'll actually go ahead and, uh, you know, give the give the Coca-Cola Juggernaut a nod and say that a Dasani Raspberry Lemonade, sparkling water,
2: that sounds good,
0: is like has such a flavor, like so much so that it's got like a really tart perk up your cheeks thing to it. Um, Very different. I don't want it all the time, but it's pretty solid.
2: Interesting. I have the Dasani Lemon, um, and I would agree with you with... I feel like the Dasani stuff is much more flavorful compared to the other sparkling waters, which yeah. I feel like they use more of that flavor syrup.
0: I did double-check uh, on the side to see like if there were any sweeteners or added stuff to it. Yeah, because it does feel... It, uh, it
2: feels definitely more much sense. more sweet and tart.
0: They also come in the thin Red Bull-esque cans, so you can feel like a real yeah, bougie bitch. Yep, bougie uh, and for anybody who's just like get off the sparkling water nonsense, it's disgusting. It just tastes like a grapefruit fart. You're not wrong, but you just got to approach it differently. You can't think of it as an, a substitute for soda because it's not. It's just something no, it's that's different than drinking water.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, it's water. yeah agreed. The first time <laughs> I had welcome. one, the first time I had one, I was like, I questioned why anyone on earth would ever drink one. Yeah. And then I took the next approach where I'm like, okay, I know this is going to just be a light little flavor. It's going to have that carbonation that I might be craving from a soda, but you definitely have to consider it as a substitute to water. It does not substitute against any actual flavored drinks <laughs> no and if yeah so if you're the type of person that
0: can like squirt a lemon in your water and be happy you can get behind this if you're the type of person that squirts nine and a half lemons and three things of sugar to try and make poor <laughs> man's lemonade. lemonade well then write your will and just start chugging some coke because you're not helping yourself
2: <laughs> you are fucked
0: <laughs> <laughs> we found a uh, so <laughs> at the radio station we found there is a fridge downstairs People do not use this fridge. It is storing some bottles of liquor that we used for a promotion a while ago. And other than that, we haven't explored it much. Well, we took a look in it today. <laughs> we found, we found a, um, a, a, four cans left in like one of those six packs of soda of Diet Pepsi. And I happened to notice that the white strip in the Pepsi logo was uniform. And I'm like, hmm, I feel like it's been a while since they changed that Pepsi logo. Let me take a look on the internet. Yes, they changed it in 2009. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. So then I'm like, all right, what's the date on the Pepsi? The Diet Pepsi expired in 2006. (laughs) I don't know the shelf life on soda, but I'm I'm believing that this pop has been in that fridge since at least 2005. uh, And we are going to drink it. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Fantastic. you pop it. It was we're like just, syrup.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be so ridiculously bad. The only problem is Pepsi is our biggest client, and so we're trying to find a way that we can do it while not like shitting on them because we're not trying to hate on Diet Pepsi. Just this obviously gross, moldy poison that's going to be in this fridge. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's that's it.
1: That's thoroughly impressive. Yeah. There's
0: also a whole turkey in the freezer. Holy fuck. <laughs> that I have no fucking clue how old it is. Uh, (laughs) And a pie, like a half of a pie, like a moose pie, that we can't see any mold on in the fridge, but uh, one of our coworkers who works in the office next to this kitchen says that it's been there the entire time she's been there, which is just over three years. So uh, I'm pretty pretty sure that that pie has uh, met its maker as well. Some roughness in that.
1: That's amazing. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's something man i thought it was impressive that the fridge at my work right now has pizza in it that has been in there pretty much the entire time i've been there which is like eight months or so so it's uh, wonder how long it's been before that the concern is the reason we won't throw it away is because it's in a very nice glass tupperware oh like, oh yeah a very nice like glass thing and it's like, okay, well, we don't want to just throw that away because that's obviously, like, it's, you know, that's, that's a few bones, right? That's not cheap. Truth. But it's like, who really wants to... And then it's like, okay, well, someone could take it, but then who really wants to even attempt to clean that mess? Like, I can't even imagine. I mean, if it's glass, that won't be too bad. Like, if it was plastic, even, you'd have to throw it out of the I can't even point. imagine, like, opening that thing up at this point. It's just so gross. Oh, it's like, I had a...
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's um, nasty. So, Hans... And I had a friend in high school uh, who fell in love with this great beauty in Spain and wrote an entire album of music for her, which Hans and I semi-helped him create. And we spent a great many days over at his grandparents' house <laughs> recording this, which sounds like the biggest joke I've ever told. It's 100% true. Yeah. Um, it was amazing and great. But it would all usually start with some sort of Starbucks run or something. And at one point, I was like, you know what? I should do my part. I'm 16 years old. I'm I'm eco conscious. So I bought one of Starbucks's like reusable tumblers mm-hmm. that they said you can give these to us. We'll fill them with your with your drink, and you'll maybe at the time it was you save a little money or something. Fifty I cents, remember.
2: I think, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah.
0: So I did that. Great, fine. Um, at the time because I was 16 years old and I had to be bougie. My drink of choice at Starbucks was a marble mocha macchiato with two shots stirred and one shot float on top. Unnecessarily complicated. All I really wanted was coffee, but you know what? I had heard that said once and I I was determined to love it. And it was pretty freaking good, actually. But uh, So we get one of those one day. We get into our recording sesh. I leave that somewhat still full plastic travel mug completely sealed uh at john's house forget about it for three years <laughs> Holy shit! until i return for summer break from college uh and i meet up with john and he said oh hey i got a new car i was cleaning my car out. i found this and it had my name on it he's like oh sorry it's yours and I'm like, oh, great. I pick it up, immediately feel the swish. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> the smart thing to do would have been to just chuck it in the trash and walk away. But I went home, and I'm like, well, let's see if I... I'll, I'll soak it in water for uh, and soap for a week. We'll see what happens. I cracked the seal and almost puked. <laughs> it, was, it was so rancid, and it, like, filled the sink with stench for days. Uh, I threw it away the very... The very same day there was, there was absolutely no saving that
1: just the festering sugar and cream for oh, three years. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm I give shout out to Starbucks. Uh, pretty good seal on that sucker. That's I'm impressed. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think at
0: that point it had probably like the fumes alone had melted the plastic yeah. shut. So <laughs> back the it, wasn't, it wasn't going anywhere, you know? Oh, yeah.